Hey y'all, welcome to But Now We Said It, where we know new episodes of Housewives are great and all, but nothing beats an old episode of Housewives. Today, we have the premiere episode of season two of But Now We Said It. You'll be hearing from three of our Potomac Housewives, Monique, Robin, and Ashley, as we discuss our iconic franchise moment, Karen's legendary press conference with no press. I have one of the funniest people on the internet, Brandon, my friend, Pet Shop Boy. He is a gay icon. He is a podcaster. He is a content creator. He is so hilarious. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you. You said funniest person on the internet and gay icon. I was like, Karen Huger's here? I was like, wait a second, where is she? (laughs) Big news today. We, uh... We got the Miami trailer. I knew it was How coming. How about that? It's kind of late, yeah. right? Because when I don't know, when is so the premiere? Do you know? It said December sixteenth. That's so um, soon. That's so yes. like they really don't give a shit. They were just like here. I know, and so end. I mean, I don't know the credibility on this, but I saw online like someone said Peacock and streaming and all of that is so different than cable. So mm-hmm. it's. You know, we yeah. would expect like at least a month of promo for a cable or any regular housewives, but because mm-hmm. it's streaming, that's why it's not as timely. But yeah, yeah. If that's the case, I mean, I guess, but are people really on Peacock yet? I mean, I am. I feel like you I need mean, to be. I mean, I am too. Trip. Totally. I have I promo mean, codes I am, if I... anyone needs. <laughs> <laughs> Slide into yeah. Brandon's DMs. Yeah. Yeah. At Pet oh, Shop God. Boy, he'll this give you promo codes. <laughs> <laughs> I need a price. Yeah. So what did you think of the Miami trailer? I thought it was good. I'm a little bit... Listen, I'm going to watch it 100%. Like, I'm the most Miami person ever. I love it. Um, It's going to be... Yes. It's iconic. They should have never gone, but I'm happy that they're back. Um, I, Like, a little bit let down because I really was really hoping Adriana was going to be a full-timer. Although she mm. does obviously appear in the trailer and brings the fireworks. Um, I was really hoping it should be full time. But I'm listen, I'm gonna watch it. I know I'm gonna enjoy every minute of it. It's trash. It, it looks honestly like a Zeus <laughs> network show. Um <laughs> like but like in the best what? way possible. Like it looks like Jocelyn's totally. cabaret could possibly be <laughs> filmed yes. by the same, you know what I mean? But I'm here for it. I mean, I loved it. I'm really mm-hmm. excited. I think the season's gonna be amazing. I felt like it was kind of like all over the place. It didn't yeah. feel like there was like, but that's a Miami. Clear, but I that's guess Miami. so. I, I mean, if you yeah, look at the original I mean, series, right? You had like Leah Black, and she was totally like, mm-hmm. you know, of a totally different age bracket than the rest of the women, and she was like partying in clubs with them, trying to keep up. It was like, it like the Karen was, Yeah, but Karen can hang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Karen can turn up. Yes, but no, didn't the first series also kind of feel a little bit like all over the place too? It was just kind of like chaotic. When I say all over the place. I mean, like, it was all good. Like, the first season was rough. Season two, yeah, yeah, iconic. Yeah, I actually, yeah. I wish I appreciated it as much as I do now mm-hmm. then. Yeah. But what I mean by, like, all over the place is I didn't really see a clear direction of where the story's going with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the storylines are from it. And that's I okay. Don't. That's okay, because then they'll be surprised. it looks like there's drama. Exactly. It looks like there's drama, exactly. but a lot of it's happening in their personal lives, it looks like. I'm mostly excited uh, for Larsa Pippen being back, but also being like an actual showing up to class this time. I, <laughs> I, I'm i going to give her another shot. Let's yeah, see. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, Adriana read her for filth in the trailer. Didn't lie. Saying, didn't lie. She did not lie. Did not lie. I love that does. Larsa 
is on the floor in the promo pick. They're yeah. wiping the floor with her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was giving very like European version of Real Housewives, right? Yes. That's, that's the shit that they pull oh, there. Like everyone else, is, like on a chaise lounge or like on elevated, and yes. you have like one bitch on the ground, like. <laughs> like a Swiffer. So you wanted Adriana. I mean, I think overall everybody wanted Adriana to be full time. Yeah. I had a the only two I wanted. Well, Leah Black, I did actually want. Back, yeah. But, mm-hmm. Um, I knew she wasn't coming back. But yeah. the only two I really wanted to be full time were Lisa and Alexia. And the only reason I say that is I feel like well, one Marisol her only contribution to yeah me it was, was Mama Elsa. Mama Elsa. Mm-hmm. And then Adriana to me was so like original. We're only telling the Miami. truth today, by the way. I know. We're only <laughs> telling the truth. I mean, it We're is. Only what it telling is. The Love truth. you, Marisol, but it is. No, what it is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no lies were told. And then Adriana, I just associate her with like the first Miami, and I yeah. kind of yeah. we were getting the reboot. I didn't really want her. Center Mojito. Be, yeah, exactly. Center Mojito. And I, I love me some Alexia. And, but Alexia and her are kind of yeah. interchangeable because, like, you know, Alexia right. was there from the very beginning. Alexia, who I like to call the blonde Teresa Giudice. Similar oh, similar output. Yes. Um, just kind of, yes. like, similar vibe. Just kind of chills in the cut, but also, like, very, like, confrontational at the weirdest times. Um, the blonde Teresa Giudice. Mm-hmm. And look so much just like, don't they? They do. I never even thought of them looking mm-hmm. like, but you're they right. Do. If you put a blonde wig on Teresa. <laughs> Which we absolutely. did season 10 or whatever. So I was actually shocked when Adriana came for Alexia and brought up the gay stuff. Is this but about her ex-husband? Mm-hmm, the one that passed away. <sighs> she, Adriana says at that table, like, I heard he passed away or died while having sex with a man. Yeah. I remember that, but I didn't know that that was what it was. If you look at me right now, I'm actually just Google. I'm just checking if they're friends on Instagram. Well, they're friends on Instagram. Shocked. So I did see during filming that I heard that there was a fight between them, like not a physical fight, but just like they were feuding. Yeah. But I didn't know yeah. what the context was or anything. So sounds like everyone's feuding with Adriana. Makes a lot of sense. It sounds yes. like everyone's feuding I with feel Adriana. Like she, you could tell she wanted her. She wanted to come back and be like. That was her thing. Flamingo. That was the other thing I just remembered. She's not with that guy anymore. I kind of don't know. What's going on in her life. What's going on in her life either. Not to say that you need a man for it, but like, it just seems like she doesn't really have a lot going on. So I think her popping up to stir shit up will be perfect. Before we get into Potomac, one more thing I want to bring up. Girls Trip. Yeah. Holy shit. So good. It's the best thing ever. You right? know what it is? It's changed the way I'm like watching these shows because I didn't expect to like it this much. I had actually low expectations. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is something that I actually like it more than any of the cities right now. It's like, wow. Yeah. Because it's, it's just them getting along. I don't even care. Like people are like, oh, if Ramona wasn't there, there would be no drama. It's like, I actually don't even care that there's no drama sometimes. Like just seeing yeah. Teresa and Cynthia take a walk. And talking, yes. I'm like glued to the screen because these are two women that I care about and they're right. talking, sharing experiences. And I don't know, it's their sisterhooding and I love it. I yeah. agree. And I'm glad that they did. So I was hesitant on this cast because I was worried about the drama, but I'm mm-hmm. actually glad this drama is the drama that they have because this was yeah. a perfect introduction into yeah. this type of format yeah. and getting their perspectives and stuff and on their shows. First of all, I love Kenya on this. Like, yeah, it's, and I usually it's don't. Crazy how much I usually can't I usually stand her. Don't like Luann or Kyle really that much for that matter. And th- yeah, 
Can I just say though, the MVP for me, Teresa she's, is okay. Let me tell you so about good. Teresa. She's collecting her yes. check and she's like, I, I picked up my check. I'm shutting the fuck up and I'm taking a vacation. Yes. She's the only one who's treating it like it's an actual girl's trip. She's like, every scene she's eating or doing yoga and yes. shutting the fuck up. She's like, they're fighting. I'm just eating potato salad for breakfast and doing yoga and FaceTiming <laughs> my man. I can't be bothered. I am a single mother of four teenage girls. I'm taking yes. a vacation. I'm not about to argue with you guys over rooms. It's genius. I And I agree. And her, <laughs> so relatable. her and Melissa, it's yeah. so good. Like they're literally, Melissa's like, I just want to have a vacation. Yeah. yeah, they don't want to fight. They're it's like, can so we change good. the vibe? I love it. Yes. <laughs> I'm shocked at how serious Cynthia is. Yeah, I'm actually like, not. I'm actually not. I think the culture of these shows are all so different. And I think that New Jersey really does just like to have a good time at the end of the day. You can tell by the yeah. way that they fight so hard. And then next day they're like at brunch together on Atlanta. Yes. They really will say for an entire season, I'm not filming with that bitch. Don't put me on camp. You That's know what I mean? True. And they do stuff yeah. like that. On Jersey, they're much better team players. How about Cynthia literally going out as like a beloved cast member on Atlanta, just <laughs> as being like a peacemaker and well, all that, only to get fucked by Regut? <laughs> well, well, honestly, maybe it's a good thing because maybe this opens the door to because ha- I think if she had just gone out on Housewives, it would have been like, oh, she was always yeah. so nice. Anyways, it's better that she's not here. Now we kind of looking at her a little bit sideways, like Cynthia's kind of got it in her to be. It makes me think Nini was right back in the day. Yeah. It's changing a lot of the ways that I view these women and and the way that things have gone down on their shows, especially like I said with Teresa, like Teresa wasn't wrong about a lot of things. It's just her delivery and the way she deals with situations. So that's her biggest problem. I would love that's the mental gymnastics that Teresa goes through yeah. like throughout well, every season is hard to watch. I know. Me. And, and just, listening to it, it's like if it had a sound mm-hmm. or brain working, it would sound like a rusty swing set. Like just <laughs> Not like a rusty <laughs> swing set. <laughs> okay, a hamster wheel. A hamster wheel. <laughs> Teresa, I love you so much. I'm sorry. I love to make fun, but like I'm I love you, Teresa. I mean the scarecrow bit and yeah. regret is perfect yeah. describing Teresa. And when she literally didn't know yeah, what that what meant. The Tin Man and that sound and it was just singles. like yeah it's so good it's so good and how about <laughs> speaking of Luann and Teresa Teresa tries to give her a compliment yeah and Luann literally she could not like she could not keep her mouth shut she's like I just can't get over you saying that I don't have a backbone. It was I was starting to get annoyed with every. I felt like I was on the girls' trip because you know, like you're in Fire Island or something, and you're on a five. Yeah, you're like a seven. You know, and it's like seven days. Yes, I know. And by day four or five, people that you don't normally travel with, you're like, oh wow, this is really, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're at breakfast, and you're like, they just yep. little things. I could tell that they're starting to get that way with each other. 1, it's very relatable. So let's go ahead and get on to our queen the grand dame, the press mm-hmm. conference. One of my favorite things that I loved watching on your Instagram. So first of all, Pet Shop Boy, Brandon, his Instagram stories give me life. And I, they give so many people <laughs> life. It's so Thank good. You. And one of my favorite things is the Karen Huger train rides. And this is around the oh, era yeah. where she would take the train up mm-hmm. to New York to do her appearances and whatnot. And she'd be getting ready mm-hmm. you know, on the Amtrak with her rollers hair. in her yeah. hair. <laughs> Who says Miss Karen won't do what she has to do? Yes, I'm on the train again, headed to New York. Big meeting in New York today. Girls got to do what a girl's got to do. I'm just saying. Mwah. Excuse me. Was somebody... 
Yeah. She does the wah, and then you can hear. And as she cuts, I can't believe I know it word by word. It's just so ridiculous. But there's this a guy. Perfect. As she cuts it off, right as she's cutting it off, you can hear a guy in the background go, excuse me, is anyone sitting there? <laughs> she's taking up both seats with her fucking makeup. She's, she's a gay favorite. icon. She really is. She truly is. Yeah. And like, she is, I think she is my favorite housewife, actually. Yeah. I think she has becoming. actually... Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I've always been a Huger Burger since day one. So I've, I've <laughs> not a yeah, Huger Burger, <laughs> a Huger Burger. Yep, sure enough. And is that what always, we're calling them? I like that's that. what I call me. God bless the Hugers. <laughs> Hashtag God bless the Hugers. Yes, you know me. I've followed her since day one. I've always been obsessed since the wigs were acrylic. Okay. Oh, damn, those were acrylic. Some tough. Yeah. wigs back Tough in the stuff. day and but i've always i'm glad nikki brought it up or they brought it up with nikki saying yeah. you know you look younger now than you did when you started yeah. the show and that was not a lie part of the magic though for me with these women was um not was because i still love but as the further we get away from where they started the reason that i fell in love with this franchise is because they were not rich and they were well, they were yep. had money but they were like broken it was like they weren't fully in on like the joke but they just living their lives right and it was like so interesting to see them try to keep up and like failing right. miserably sometimes, but that was the yes. magic. I don't ever want them to get too glamour because then that's like that's the reason I don't really like Beverly Hills. It's boring to me. It's like right. I love Salt Lake City because they dress kind of a train wreck and they don't really have a ton of money <laughs> and you know. And it's like <laughs> I love that. No, about like it. But, yeah, like Potomac. They literally they don't rely on glam as their personality. Yeah. And that's and what it's makes important. good housewives. Yes. Yes. yes yeah. Absolutely. Mary New Cosby York was the same way. Mary Cosby. Yes. Like <laughs> icon. <laughs> don't ever get the Truly. hair and makeup totally right. Please don't. No, no, no. The magic is like you just being yourself. This is beginning of season three. Mm-hmm. Karen shows up to Monique's house in her new $100,000 car in her pink jumpsuit, the beginning of season three, we have raised tax issues that are everyone's blindsided by. But this is what's so iconic about Karen Huger is Ray is financially struggling, but Karen mm-hmm. is debt free and loaded. So that's she why is. she brought her Maserati <laughs> with that pink jumpsuit, <laughs> that pink ju- and that little side bang. She that's what I love about her. High low, high low. Mm-hmm. Yes. This entire episode, it's all about like a unitard, like a spandex lycra (laughs) unitard zipper upper thing with a sideways wig. She gets to Monique's house. Monique, you know, introduces her to the new uh, shark in the shark tank. Let me introduce you to my sharks. And I named them based off personality. Which one is Cherise? (laughs) You're funny. But you know what? I have the grand dom. Oh my God. And it was no other name for her. She runs this tank. When I put food in here, she pushes all of them out the way like y'all eat last. This shark and I have a lot in common. I will eat you alive if you with me. Trust and believe in you with my family. I'm going to bring you back from the afterlife and do it again. The way Karen, the interview bites are effortless. Yeah. Like I could honestly just watch Karen in confessional watching something on TV. Like give me that show. Isn't she getting a spinoff? We got a spinoff. She did get a spinoff. Deserves. It's, I don't know why we haven't had it sooner. Mm-hmm. And I want, um, is it her sister that we saw like at the. With the eyebrows. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, I, I want her to be Obsessed. on. I hope she is. The secrets she I've, must hold. Really? Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I've heard there was one housewife appearance and I've heard it's Mia. Oh, it'd be interesting to see Monique. Cause they're still friends. That'd be right? great. I would have loved Segway. to see that. 
So Giselle, this, and I know you'll love this. Giselle came to visit Robin to, you know, catch up about Mrs. Huger. She had to drive all the way to Hanover, Maryland. And you know, I know you love that commute. You I, love that commute. The way they, when they take post 40, 40 miles away. Or so shady. Miles away. Yeah, so shady. So shady. Nothing out there. No cast stations. No nothing. But we get this like juxtaposition where we see Monique and Karen having their convo mm-hmm. and Robin and Giselle having theirs. They're having the kiki making fun of Karen's sort of situation. Yeah. Well, Giselle mostly is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we have Karen and Monique going back and forth. Were you shocked to know that Karen and Ray never had a joint bank account? I mean, does that surprise you? Okay, like this is coming from someone I don't like fully understand like taxes in terms of like marriage. Neither. So, so I don't pretend to. Same, but... And clearly none of the women yeah. do either because that press conference was just a bunch of foolishness of people. <laughs> I think you should do this and, da, 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 and don't you do this? And it's like, okay, so we're talking to a bunch of women who like literally have never even filed taxes on their own. Like it's, it, there seemed to be more questions than there were answers and no one at the table was answering anything. So, and I'm not going to pretend that I know. Okay. Y'all I recently interviewed Monique, Robin and Ashley, and you know, I had to ask them about Ray's tax mess, including if they really thought Karen had no idea what was going on. Here's what Monique said. I was like, clearly Karen is doing just fine. And she wants everybody to know that she's doing just fine. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) What was it like for her being a friend to her that season? Like what for her going through it? What did, how did you feel? through all of that as well. Well, I remember the first question was just like, how do you not know? How do you not know? Because I know how involved I am with the finances in my home. So I couldn't Mm -hmm. understand because we have two different experiences when it comes to being um, housewives, you know, like literally. So, um, So she helped me to understand how her and Ray handle things versus how Chris and I handle things. So it was really in uh, genuinely a learning lesson and I was mm-hmm. just absorbing everything that she was going through and then commending her for her bravery to be so open as much as possible. And it was just funny. The thing about housewives shows is that you'll watch a season, you'll you as the fan will have the same questions and you're trying to understand. And then it's funny how seasons later will go back and vindicate you. And show that, right. no, you really did not know. Like when they were giving her such a hard time and Robin, especially giving her a hard time, Karen, you had to have known. And then two years later or however many years later, now Robin has issues and she couldn't understand or d- she didn't know about what was going on with her own taxes. Here's what Robin said. Um, gosh, it sounds like Beverly Hills this year. <laughs> right? <laughs> Tom Girardi stuff. No, this yeah. was like a huge shock. Like no one... Um, had ever, you know, mentioned anything like that. So when it Mm -hmm. came out, um, we were all like, holy shit. Yeah. I could not imagine having to go through with that, first of all, but then also have to go through it on national television. That would be so hard. And honestly, I think Karen was freaking out. Like when that, yeah, when that came out, I know she was just like, you know, she's someone that cares about people's opinions. And I think right. she knew that we were just about to, st- it was so crazy. The timing of it too. Timing. Like, yeah. We were like right before we were going to start filming that it came out. And I know she, like she was losing her shit. Well, you know, the Washington post is an institution though. 
Uh, It is not a blog. It is an institution. (laughs) So she was mad that you had talked to the other ladies about what was going on. Did you ever regret talking to them about it? Or you were coming from a good place at that moment, right? So did you not regret it? Well, no, because the thing is, like, I really didn't say, I didn't say much to the other ladies. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, if I had told them, like, everything, then she should be mad. But all I, you know, I felt like what I expressed to them was, yeah, I talked to Karen. Karen said she didn't know. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what, I'm not sure if I believe her. I think Mm -hmm. Karen was just, like I said, I think she was just so, um, like, defensive and worried about it. That right. her mind just probably went to like the worst place, like thinking like, totally. oh my gosh, they're, they're, they're trash talking me. And she said this and she said every, she told her everything that I said and blah, 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 blah. And I was like, no, right. like, that's, that's not, I, I didn't do that. Clearly. I just, right. you know, I just said, she said she didn't know. Like, I don't, I don't find anything wrong with that. <laughs> She's married to Ray. So when you are a union, his debt is her right. debt. What, what? What do you, was this just protective mechanism or how could she actually justify that she wasn't, she wasn't in any debt? (laughs) Right. So, you know what? It's so funny. I feel like there are soft parallels now between her and Erica Girardi. Oh yeah. Um, You know, Erica's on a whole nother level dealing with like some major shit, but um, you know, it's kind of weird. It's like, So I really didn't believe what Karen was saying at that time, because for me, like, I know every financial thing that goes on in my house. Right. So I couldn't understand, like, how does your husband owe all these taxes? And you have no idea. Like, you know, I understand people are married and they file separate and all that type of stuff. But I just couldn't understand, like, he owes, like, we're not talking about 20,000 in taxes. We're talking about... I don't know, it was like four million, it was four and a half million. Multi millions, so. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I just I just couldn't really wrap my head around how she had no clue. And then it's funny when you when you kinda look at what Erica Girardi is dealing with, I really feel like I can see how she had no clue what I was believe going her. on. But you know, <laughs> yeah, I I one hundred I I've I said this, you know, I one hundred percent believe her. I do too. Um now, how so she's been handling kind of, it on the show is not great. Like she's yeah, I mean, but I, but yeah, I also think she's in um, survival mode. Like she's absolutely yeah. Like I could not I imagine. Just, I, you know, I've yeah, I've said this publicly. I said it on Watch What Happens Live. I said I believe you know she was in a horrible situation. Imagine going through that. Your lawyers are telling you don't say shit, but your producers are saying show up to work mm-hmm. and talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's not, it's not an easy thing. And then imagine, like, I'm like, if you show up to a scene every fucking time they're asking you about your shit mm-hmm. that you can't talk about, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to get annoyed. Here's what Ashley said. Oh, and there's a special little guest star in my interview with her. Dylan, her adorable little nine-month-old baby boy. I'm married to... A business owner. Michael has such a complex composition to his business. So there are elements of his business that I don't know. I never sign anything right. that I don't know what I'm signing or things like that. But there are definitely elements like like um, when he structures a new LLC for a building. Businessmen do have a lot of layers to their financial mm-hmm. elements. You know? But 
to never have shared, I was like, it was a cause for pause. Um, but if she says not. she hasn't, then I guess, you know. That just surprises me for like I'm okay with years. Karen lying. I mean, oh, I am too. Yeah, when Karen I lies, absolutely. I'm like okay with it. Like most housewives, I like don't want them to lie. But with Karen, I'm like, oh, well, she said it's true. I don't know. I'm, I'm that much of well, a hardcore fan. And stand. I also feel like Karen's lies, none of them are that like Bad. They're crazy. not like malicious. You know They're not I mean? malicious. That's why it's okay. Real quick, we have to take a break. Karen calls the ladies to host this press conference. She shows up with Matt. Matt (laughs) has these tweets and receipts, and none of us have seen Matt before. And Ashley and Monique arrive. It is tweezed eyebrows, too. Very tweezed. Very tweezed. He did not give me... (laughs) He's been on every damn show. And he's been on everyone's damn Instagram. (laughs) I, like so, I should talk. I'm on like Leah's and shit. I know, right? <laughs> let me, yeah, let me shut say, up. I cannot. <laughs> I fake literally ass. can't read anyone for like, that. So, well, all right, we love you, Matt. I'm I'll with just you. Shut up, right there. So they get there, and so he says, "I have all these receipts for you." Monique and um, Ashley arrive. There's number two pencils <laughs> so, and for peanuts. everybody, and peanuts. So we're having this press conference. Why is no one getting fed? I I agree with the ladies. Why is there no food and trust the ladies had a lot to say about the lack of food at karen's press conference the press conference with no press yes and i came up i came up with that title i said that in every confessional every chance i could get and i don't think they ever showed me actually saying that but the whole press conference with no press was that was mine that's what I oh said about gosh. it over and over again. And it was so funny. And then everybody started copying off of me, repeating it. And then they showed them saying it as if they came up with the term. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Because they showed someone else saying, you're right. Oh I kept saying it. I kept saying it. And it was just like, even when me and Karen would have conversation with each other, I'd be like, uh-huh. yeah, Karen, because, you know, at the press conference, no press. You know, it was like, <laughs> I kept saying it like that, like over and over. I was dying at the number two pencils and then the little bowls of peanuts. Like- oh my god, <laughs> we were starving. We were so hu- we were so hungry, and I was like, Karen, I understand that y'all are going through it with the taxes, but can we eat? We are hungry. <laughs> we literally, I had the biggest pile of peanuts in front of me by the end of the night, and me and mm-hmm. Ashley are just like taking the champagne back because that was the only thing we were getting that was free was champagne and peanuts. <laughs> And Ashley agrees. And you know, that place smelled so damn good. That that's the smell of oh. steak was like wafting in and out. And Karen just had us with some peanuts and water at the damn table. And all of our <laughs> stomachs, like I'm sh- I'm surprised you couldn't hear it in the microphone. They were all like <laughs> we were it was hungry. Yeah. They would like walk past the room. We were in this room and they would walk past with these trays and mashed potatoes and steak and green. But you know, I was like, Yes, one yeah. of those is bound to be coming in this room. Never. Y'all got peanuts and then you got some number two pencils that you weren't allowed to use. No notes. <laughs> I don't even know if them things were sharpened. I, I, I think they were like unsharpened pencils or something. <laughs> yeah, because I think they're used to being fed. But at the same time, I think Karen was trying to make a clear point that this is not a social event for you guys to enjoy. This is for you guys to shut up. And by the way, is this the first time that a housewife that's been the topic of conversation has actually got the girls together to be the attacker? Because usually it's everyone having kind yeah. of a, um, an intervention and forcing the like That's Denise. That's so true. 
I think this is the first time, yeah. though, where someone has gotten everyone together to talk about what everyone's talking about them. No, I think you're actually right. No, this is the first time ever we've had like an, a press wow. conference type situation where that's actually happened. And that's what I enjoy about Karen. She's fearless. I did not even think about that. Yeah. I think it is. I could be wrong. But blindsided. I just, it's the only one that matters no. to me in my head. Then Giselle and Robin show up and we only see the shirt that says, God bless the Hugers. So, mm-hmm. you know, geez, they're supportive, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, um, so Karen gets to the press conference together and we're talking about it. She's hurt by all these comments that the ladies are, uh, most iconic saying on the outfit, internet, by the way, truly iconic, literally the most that, like blazoned in my head, like the GI Joe jumpsuit from party city, the fake Gucci belt, the, the, the yes. crunchy wig. Giselle first starts asking, so why is Matt here? Okay. Is that why you brought him? The white guy. He does everything. Okay. He's part of press. He's part of, you know, I just wanted to document it, how this goes down, actually. You taking notes? Well, I wish I would have known I could have brought my notes. people. I have absolutely no idea who this person is sitting next to me. Can we at least, like, order a drink? Matt, could you go take care of so it, please? You, you handle you. the press conference and you're a waiter. No, Lovely. he's not a waiter. He's my everything. It's clearly not the accountant, because if it is, he should be fired. And it's not her hairstylist, because we know the deal. And who is he? She says they're friends, and they've been friends for 12 years. <laughs> 12 years. Honey. <laughs> Ashley's like, what? You were friends when you, he was 13? Yeah. Ashley thought it was her lawyer. Then she quickly finds out, you know, oh, this is, no, this is just my friend. He's here to take notes and document everything. Monique's like, well, I w- if I would have known that, I would have brought my people to take notes, yeah, too. Exactly. <laughs> I'm sorry, to me, Monique is the funniest person in this thing because she's also supposed to be an ally of Karen. But at the same time, every five seconds, she's like, I'm hungry. Are we going to drink something? I can't use the pencil. I should have brought my person. She has so much to say. Pure comic relief in that because I love that confession. I'm glad you said that. The the number two pencil. Karen, Mm -hmm. why are you moving? Why are you moving? Let's write down the reasons. So... When this is not a lynch, Karen. No notes I'm, right I'm now because it's honestly. Oh no, we're just trying to get the facts. Let me say something. Let me. I thought the paper was here One so we could take thing. notes. I love it. Right. Karen sometimes says things and then she changes it. So I figure if I write down every single reason, then she can't retract what she just said because it's on my paper. Robin asks if the move is about the tax issues. Do you think that Karen sold her home that they owned in Potomac yeah. to rent? a $10,000, $15,000 a month house in Great Falls because of the tax issues or truly because of her parents getting older. Taxes. <laughs> yeah. And and you know what? And what of it? And what of right. it? Like, my question is, like, my whole question about this entire episode, by the way, is, and what of it? Like, why, right. why are they, why are y'all so in her pockets? Like, Robin, weren't you just filing for foreclosure? Like, bankrupt like you're not in any place to be talking to karen who's driving a maserati like let her figure her own shit out but like (laughs) but what what does it matter i asked robin about dealing with her own tax issues after the ladies gave karen so much grief over ray's financial affairs did you think back and like oh shit like i'm gonna get it from after we like all were going on Gang Karen. Up on Karen. Well, you know what? Um, I mean, yes, of course I knew that was going to be like, mm-hmm. uh, almost a vindiction for Karen and, mm-hmm. um, you know, people, Oh, that's what you get. But, but it's so funny. Like, I think people, 
the only thing I ever really said about Karen and her taxes and Ray and the tax was just, I just didn't believe she didn't know. Like I wasn't, you know, reveling in the fact I wasn't, you know, excited or happy in fun of it. Yeah, I, I wasn't. And so, you know, you have people who kind of like, I, I think people know, they, conflate you and Giselle's actions together sometimes. They do. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. So, oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know. They really do. Because like, you're right. Now that I'm even thinking about it, you're right. I don't think you actually did say anything but really bad yeah. about it. It was actually yeah, no, more no, whenever she would get defensive, you, you guys would go back and forth right. but it wasn't because of the taxes it was just exactly more of, yeah. yeah it was more and, and it was like it was crazy because that first meeting that karen and i like that first lunch i really went to her to try to be as transparent with her mm-hmm. just to say karen you know i i understand you're going through stuff i i i support you i feel for you but i but i wanted to be honest with her right. and let her know i don't necessarily believe that you didn't know. Mm -hmm. And from there, like she just, she was just so defensive, you know, Mm -hmm. understandably, like she just wasn't comfortable with that. Um, and was so defensive and like made it work, like made it worse than what it really was. Um, yeah. So with my tax situation, like, I mean, like I said, I, I don't like, I like, I don't care what people think like at all. You know what I mean? Right. So like, you know, when it came, and it's so funny because it's like when it, you know, came out, it's like we didn't even spend a lot of time talking about it because my reaction is like, yeah, okay, what? And right. And it's like, it's next. We're taking you know care. I mean? We learned from it. We're taking care of it. It is what yeah. it is. Like, I know that they want to be like, it makes for good TV, but in real I was life, just it's say, like. That is literally the iconic behavior of Karen Huger is uh-huh. only Karen Huger. Would buy a Maserati in the midst yeah. of tax yeah. <laughs> issues, four million dollars worth. Who said she bought it? Though? Maybe she has property. a four car garage. Maybe she already owned it. <laughs> Not only that, she'll get rid of the home that she owned. Yeah. To rent something ten times bigger for just her and Ray. Yeah. It's icon behavior. Yeah. And I think honestly, the other ladies are just pressed about it, right? Yeah, they just want you know they want the answers because they want to like not <laughs> offer her support, but just try to. Try to tear her down. Trying to get it's in not there. women supporting women. That's for damn sure. So then we got uh, Ashley chiming in to say, are you being indicted at all? Ugh. And then we get that Karen Huger laugh. <laughs> it's like a witch. <laughs> it's very like Hocus Pocus. Yes, exactly. Yeah. She did it again later in the season when they were on the trip where it was like. Oh, Candace think- meeting the girls for the first time. And she's like, yes. Yeah. I and love then it. Ugh. In France, she did it whenever Monique revealed that Sharice was behind Kindle coming around. And she did a <laughs> I know what very you're long about. one. I think she's at dinner and her she's like underlit by like candlelight. She looked like she was standing over yes. a fire and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> I love this woman so it, much. Are you indicted as I'm asking did Michael get indicted for his dingling swinging across Instagram? No. Oh, I forgot to even say with the Twitter, when she brought out the tweet, Giselle said, I retweeted the shade room. And Karen looks over and says, didn't she invite the shade room? And Giselle's like, (laughs) what? Use Twitter? Yeah. (laughs) Karen goes, I occasionally tweet. Yeah. She's like, but she has like no idea. She's like, is that what the the bloggers, the bloggers are saying? Yes. Which y'all blogging? She has no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> it's so it's amazing. amazing. So that's again Karen icon behavior. Her comeback didn't even make sense. Why would Michael get indicted on 
having his dingling around. Yeah, that's I, why we stand this woman so hard. Yeah, terrible um, reads, but I'm always going to be terrible because I'm a blind supporter. Well, early season she was pretty terrible at her. Re- I feel like now she is quicker than any of those girls. Was she though? Sing Sing made literally no sense. I get where she was going with mm. it. But we're not going to address that because then that kind of... Right, we're not yeah. going to talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. a whole other can of worms. <laughs> but it didn't hit the way even, that it was supposed yeah. to. It didn't hit the way it was supposed to. Jizzy says, you know, we know you're hiding everything, Karen. Tell me what's going on so I can be your friend. And Monique says, how can we have your back if we don't know what we're defending? I'll go to bat for any one of y'all, but I need to know the facts. Karen goes, stop talking about Karen Huger all day. Karen Huger literally invited the women to come talk about Karen Huger Huger all day. Giselle says, I'll allow you to read everything on in the back of my shirt. Now, when she stood up, took that pink jacket off and free Uncle Ben, that ugly blazer, Karen Huger. Mm -hmm. I asked the ladies about Giselle's shady shirt. Here's Robin's take. You were with Giselle prior to the press conference and she had made this T-shirt. Yes. Do you think that was a low blow or do you think, and do you think like she shouldn't have done it? Or do you think it was just all in good fun? Yeah. I I told her in that moment, of course they don't show me, tell her that I said, do not do that. I I said, I said, I, I have nothing to do with this. I'm not co-signing this. Don't do that. You know, hopefully you don't have to take it off. She's like, well, I won't, you know, I won't take my shirt off. I mean, my jacket off. If, you know, I feel like she's being honest and is, you know, giving, giving us, you know, whatever, good information. Right. She's like, but, you know, if she starts talking crazy, I'm going to take it off. I'm like, don't do it. Don't do it. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, I thought I was. No, hell no. Don't do that. Like, <laughs> right. You're crazy. Here's Ashley's take. Um, first, I thought it was very creative and crafty. And my first thought was, <laughs> who made that? And I started thinking, like, did she make that? <laughs> I was looking for some DIY, like, you know, is there like some something peeling somewhere, something crooked? So I was really just breaking down who made the damn shirt. And then once I actually got to what the hell it said, I was like, this is this is nuts. I I, I was flabbergasted. This is not gonna go over well. No. <laughs> no. It's so great <laughs> that she did all of this this season because now it's coming back to her with all of yeah. Jamal's stuff. Oh, yeah. Karen says, Giselle, she's tacky as hell. <laughs> Monique says, you didn't come here as her friend. You came here to clown and you look like a clown with that pink blazer and a 99 cent shirt. Monique was waiting. And she was waiting for that. And then she said, mm-hmm. and of course, Robin follows. Uh-huh, of course. Oof. That's how we end our press conference. I truly feel like this is one of the most iconic scenes in Housewives. Yeah, I would truly. say, I wouldn't, I, I, it's hard to say. I don't know if it'd be top 10, but it would be like 12. Did this season feel extra long for you? Because if you think about it, the beginning we had like, all the tax issues with Karen and all that. They go on that Nima Colin trip and meet well, we and meet and Candace. Ashley with we go on shit. the Nima Colin trip. And then we got Kendall coming around. Uh-huh. And we have Kendall coming around the group. Yeah. And then we go on the trip. And there was I just feel like there was so much stuff in season three. That's when I feel like Potomac really got the res- started to get the respect. Maybe season four people really picked up. But that's when they picked up. Season that's three, when the fake people came in, but the real ones knew. Exactly, we were there from the, the beginning. That's the end of the recap. But so tell me, who is your favorite housewife? Housewife of all time. It changes, yes. but I think that I think that um, it really is Bethany. I think still to this day, she kind of created the talking you, head. Let's unpack that. There's so much. <laughs> I, re- I relate a lot to Bethany, but also she's obviously she's like a terrible person. But all of these women, the thing you have to understand. 
understand when you watch these shows oh, yeah. is that everyone's going to disappoint you at some time. It's it's pointless yeah, to like that's like blindly stand someone like tomorrow. Karen could come out with like a racist tweet that we was unearthed from. Yeah. Well, no, not really because she wasn't probably using Twitter until she got this job. But <laughs> clearly, <laughs> but something you know what I mean. Just like always watch right. and know that these people are going to disappoint you at any point and, and you can watch it differently and that's the way i feel about bethany yeah. it's like she says things but i'm like you know what but the good times were so good i think my biggest thing with bethany i actually love her my problem was i hated when she would ice people out but i, Other did, than I that, do that sometimes too. That's, yeah what are you most excited for coming up we got oc not really coming tomorrow i saw, I, saw no? I know i saw no. it i'm not did you see it i haven't seen it yet it's it's no? not giving what it was supposed to be gave um, you get a little bit of the new girls. Is you it a, to be continued? You get a lot of Ashley Nicole. Is that her name? The one who stopped filming? Nicole James. Nicole James. Nicole sorry. James. Okay. Um, she looks like an Ashley Nicole. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Gina and Emily. They try to make them more palatable, but it's just like, it's not hitting. Mm-hmm. It's not doing what it's supposed to do. But you know what? For the average OC viewer, no offense to anyone listening, they're going to love it. For me, I, okay. my taste is a little bit more seasoned. Now, I like a little more elevated. <laughs> I watch SLC. I like Potomac. I think New Jersey's a top-tier franchise. I watch Class. I like, you know, I watch the Jersey Shore. <laughs> you can't even say that with, yeah, a, straight know, with a straight face. <laughs> I watch a little more like a top-tier kind of, sh- you know. I'm I'm very excited you know, for Jersey when it comes back, which is going to be at the top of the year. Too. So I'm not really looking forward to New York, whatever happens there. We'll see. I... I don't know what I don't think we'll be getting that for like, anytime soon until the end of 2022 anytime soon. I don't even think they're like they're probably casting but like not seriously not, like yeah there's not looking at the ladies or anything. Regut season two I'm looking forward to so mm-hmm. Regut that yeah at Dorinda's you know that'll probably be I'm glad that that's two in the new year I'm glad that's the second one yeah, yeah I think it'll be March February March but I'm glad that the dr- the drama one is the second one. I yeah. think we're all going to want to see <sighs> the chaos of that cast. We're dealing with Omicron or whatever the fuck this new variant yeah. is. <laughs> oh, um, I know, Quisk- I know, I know. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I don't need that drama in my life right now. <laughs> right now, it's just I just want to see Teresa eating potato salad and doing yoga. Let's save the drama a for 2022. Fucking men. <laughs> yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. Tell everybody where they can find you. Anything that you want to promote. Uh, you guys can find me on Instagram. Uh, like you said, the pet shop. It's a pet shop boy on Instagram. And then I'm on Twitter, but I don't really use that as much. I just retweet stuff. I don't really engage because it's a hellish landscape of nonsense on Twitter. If you know <laughs> what gauge what it's like. Oh, yeah. I am the underscore pet Put- shop boy. If you would like to check me out on there, I'm on Cameo. Uh, pet shop boy on Cameo. Um, what else? What else do I use? I, I have a I have a podcast. It's called no The B List with Pet Shop Boy. You can find that um, anywhere you look listen to podcasts. And 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 you're going to be on my podcast this week, so that'll be coming yeah. up. So we're going to talk about, but we're going to get more into the nitty gritty of like the inner workings of the shows because we, you and I, call each other and we download on like, we do. what we've heard from yes, the staff. and we do like, <laughs> and it's like it's every you know couple months, and we like go on for like an hour. Just I know going in and I'll be like, doing my dishes, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> exactly exactly yeah, so i'm so excited to do that follow pet shop boy thanks again for coming on and thank you a free way to help us is by rating and subscribing to the pod 